Good evening, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Michelle. It is such a great honor to be with you this evening. Um, I'd like to welcome everybody that's tuning in for the first time. And for the usuals, hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm, I missed being here with you. Um, I hope that you're doing well. If you're new to this podcast, we are available on um, Google Podcast, on Anchor, um, and on Spotify. So you can download um, the Google Podcast app and subscribe to The Word by Michelle. And then you will get a notification every time we release something new. Okay? Otherwise, happy Women's Month to all the ladies out there. Uh, happy belated women's day but um i, I want to prolong <laughs> i want to to make it a whole month um thingy because i haven't had a chance to share with the ladies uh, the married ladies and the single ladies for such a long time and um i feel like there's no better time than now okay um i want to um I thank God for what he has put on my heart and um, please take this as a token from me to you um, from um, a fellow lady, praise King Jesus. Sorry I'm a bit tired, it's been a long day but I really have to share this before the new week. Okay, this could not wait until the usual Thursday release so please bear with me. Okay. Um, let's run quickly to our opening scripture um, today we shall read from um, the book of we're going to study from the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 so have your Bible ready have your notebook ready and have your pen ready in the name of Jesus Christ okay let's open quickly to the book of Isaiah I am reading from the New King James um, Study Bible, um, the Holman Version, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. And it reads, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a rod in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I believe this is not a new scripture to a lot of you guys, but uh, I feel like this is what we should dissect today because as ladies, I believe that there's something new that's happening. There's a shake in the spiritual realm for all the women out there. And um, I strongly feel that the Lord is about to bless us and take us to, to a new dimension. And it's a case of are you ready (laughs) are you ready for him because i have known the lord to travel at the speed of sound or even quicker so in 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 some cases it's a case of um are you ready or he will leave us behind praise king jesus okay let's have an opening prayer before we get um further into the word 
Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for today. I thank you so much for everybody that's listening in. I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for every lady out there. I thank you for the lady that's looking to get married. I thank you for the lady that's relating with anybody out there. I thank you um, for the wives out there. And I thank you for the girl child in general. Um, this is the day that you have made. And I thank you for the words that you have put on my heart. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that as I minister to your people, you help me, Holy Spirit, help me to use my words to point to the ultimate word, which is the word of God. And as we chat, may this not merely be a story or a conversation or a chat, but use this to trigger a believing response among everybody out there out there that's listening to me and um, use my words use my experience to point to your word to point to the examples in the bible to bring glory unto your name and to draw more souls unto you in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen hey i think this is the third time i'm greeting you right <laughs> How's everybody out there today? Um, I hope you had a lovely Women's Day. I hope that you had a good week. And I really, really hope that you're having a good weekend. Okay? Now, um, let's break down this scripture, okay? If you're new to this podcast, um, this is what we do best. Slice the scripture to pieces so that we never forget what it means, especially how it relates to us in the name of Jesus. Okay, all right, guys, have you got your notebook ready and your pen and your Bible? Shall we get started? We are in the book of Isaiah, um, verse 43, verse, um, sorry, chapter 43 verse 19 isaiah 43 verse 19 okay um i think i'll give the scripture another read and then we shall break it down okay so it goes behold i will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall you not know it i live and make a rod in the wilderness and rivers in the desert praise jesus Okay, let's do the first line. And as is our norm, we're going to break it down line by line and then we shall pull out the operative words. Praise King Jesus. And and who is speaking in this scripture? This is God speaking to the women out there. This is God speaking to us. Praise King Jesus. The first line reads, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now, what does behold mean? To behold is to... um. Uh, this term is used in the Bible a lot. I, I would love to use it in my vocabulary, but I always forget that hopefully after today, after diving deeper into it, then I can adopt it. Okay. Behold means to to observe or um, we can say um, to look at, yeah, to look at something or to observe someone or to look at someone or to see, okay, or to see something, yeah. Behold, I will do something new. Observe, look, see, I will do something new. This word behold, um, sorry, the word behold, I have found it to be used in um, cases in the Bible where it's, um, it's like the writer is pointing to something really amazing. Um, it's, I, encountered, I encountered it in um, the book of John. 
chapter 1 um, verse 29 when when um, John the Baptist um, sees our Lord Jesus Christ for the first time um, remember John the Baptist came to prepare the way to, to, to for guys to be ready for Jesus uh, praise King Jesus he came to prepare guys for the reception of Jesus Christ and um, he went about preaching repentance get ready jesus is coming and then he would baptize people to get them ready for for christ for salvation and as john the baptist was busy going about his business he spots jesus for the first time and um john the baptist knew jesus from from before he didn't need anybody to tell him that that was jesus because right from when john was still in his mom's belly john's mom and jesus mom were so close like they were very good friends like um when um these two ladies meet up and, and they're both pregnant john the baptist um as a baby in the womb does a somersault in recognition of jesus this is Again, I don't want to go too much into detail because I need you to read um, this story for yourself. It's about Mary and Elizabeth, Mary the mother of um, Jesus and Elizabeth the mother of John. Elizabeth was very old and, and, and she'd been trying for a kid for a very long time. Her and her husband, um, Zachariah, yeah, I think that's him. And then uh, when Elizabeth gets pregnant, she keeps it to herself until, was it five months, six months? She didn't tell anybody. But when she goes to see Mary or Mary goes to see her, one of the two goes to visit the other, the baby, John the Baptist, um, he recognizes Jesus and and he he moves in the stomach. So, and, and this is not strange, guys. And the Bible says in Jeremiah 1.5 that before we were formed in our mom's bellies, um, God knew us, which means that us guys pre-existed, like we existed from before. So you will say to me, if you're new to the Bible, you will say to me like, okay, how does a baby in the womb recognize another baby in the womb? This is because um, babies are just flesh, but spirits are like proper mature. Praise King Jesus. So anyway, John the Baptist knew Jesus from before. Oh, he had a, he already knew who Jesus was. So when Jesus the, now Jesus comes down to earth, like Jesus is born by Mary and then he 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 when Jesus starts his ministry, he walks up to a place where um John the Baptist was. Let's run quickly to the book of John chapter 1 verse 29 so that we can have a good read i don't want us i don't like to speak out of nowhere i like to use um, the bible as a reference so that we are all on the same page john chapter 1 verse 29 where's verse 29 Uh uh-huh it reads the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and said behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Okay? Now, behold. We, By the way, before we, go, we get too wordy here, or before I get too wordy, we're trying to break down the meaning of the word behold. And, and I said to you earlier, it's used as an expression of oh, see, and, and it's usually for something really awesome. Okay? So that's how John the Baptist reacts when he sees Jesus in flesh for the very first time praise king jesus yeah and then also 
the second time or another time that I can think of is um when um was it prophet Isaiah when they were referring to uh Mary the mother of Jesus and this is in Isaiah chapter 7 hold on Isaiah chapter so to Isaiah chapter 7 and and they were referring to to Mary a virgin conceiving so that's another like awesome moment and and not it's not usual for a virgin to conceive so that term that expression shows up again in Isaiah chapter 7 um verse 14 which was 14 there it is therefore the lord himself will give you a sign behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel like behold a virgin shall conceive now it is not usual in our fleshly life for a virgin to conceive so behold this word almost comes before something that's extraordinary like it introduces the unexpected like a miracle of sorts praise king jesus so why am i bringing why do i want to stress the word behold i want to, i want us to put emphasis on this scripture of god is going to do something new god is doing something in your life the ladies out there praise king jesus oh by the way this podcast is not really limited to the ladies as a gentleman feel free to to put yourself in the picture but i thought i should release this as a tribute to the women out there praise god so behold i will do a new thing what does this mean i am going to do a new thing that is not usual just like the the moment when john the baptist sees jesus for the first time or the moment where they refer to a virgin that's going to to give birth to a baby without any man touching her praise king jesus so i think i've broken down behold pretty well yes um i will do a new thing <laughs> okay let's look into into um new what does the word new mean yeah uh, new refers to something of um of recent origin like a production or something being brought into being or something appearing for the very first time a new thing yeah something unfamiliar strange if if you will yeah and um like I've, I've told you about the moment when John the Baptist says Jesus and the incident of um Mary conceiving like something that's not usual yeah something new something totally different from the normal from the usual praise king Jesus behold I will do something new what is to will to will is to desire to do yeah it's like um to will I will do something new. This is like you you know you're expected to do something. You're supposed you're supposed to do like to, to will is almost like a sure thing, yeah? I wish I I surely will do something. Praise King Jesus. I am sure to do something. I hope I'm not repeating myself too much, but I really want us to understand this scripture. So the first line reads, "Behold, I will do a new thing." that line in itself is heavy and as you read it it's a good one to reflect like hold up what's old in my life 
what do I need to be new in my life? And, and today I want to speak to the ladies specifically. But first, let us understand the scripture. The next line reads, Now it shall spring forth. Behold, I will do something new. Now it shall spring forth. And um, shall. Every time you see shall in the Bible, it's um, it's, it's like God saying, it's, it's a definite deal. Eh? Yeah, I plan to. Eh? Now I plan. Now it shall spring forth. Eh? I plan to. Shall means plan to, intend to. Like I expect to do, you know, something new. I will have to. Like shall is when you see it, it's 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 a it's almost like a confirmation of this is something that God shall do. Like He intends to do it. He expects to do it. He will have to do it. So shall is a bigger than will. You know, will is just a desire, for example, but shall is, uh, I am determined to do it. I definitely will do it. Praise King Jesus. So uh, the second line reads, it shall spring forth. What is to spring? Yeah, I want to bring up the spring as well. That what God is planning to do, like he's going to do something new, it shall spring forth. What does this mean? He is, God is going to act suddenly or swiftly like to rise yeah like to spring is to thrust forward yeah to spring is to be released from a constrained position as by an elastic force yeah to come into being praise king jesus so now it shall come now it shall spring forth so i'm going to read the first two lines yeah behold i will do a new thing now it shall spring forth. I am going to do something new and it's going to catapult suddenly like it's going to spring forth. Yeah. And the third line um, reads, shall you not know it? <laughs> I like this. Shall you not know it? Like the thing that I'm about to do. Yeah. It isn't it obvious. Yeah. There's no way I can't. You know, there's no way you can't know about it. Like I am going to do something new shall you not know it it's almost like a surprise praise king jesus yeah and then he goes ahead to say god goes ahead to say i will even make a rod in the wilderness maybe what i should have clarified from the beginning is in this scripture you know we like to um first of all um, establish who is talking to who this is god talking to you and i to the ladies yeah i will even make a rod in the wilderness what a lovely promise First, he is saying to us, he's doing a new thing, something that's new in your marriage, something that's new in, a, in, in your relationship, something that is new in... Um, and when I say relationship, anybody that you relate with, it could be your workmates, it could be your a group that you, you're part of, it could be your ministry, it could be your family, it could be anything. And he's promising to do a new thing. Praise King Jesus. Yeah? And he's saying, I will even make a road in the wilderness. Like I'm about to do the impossible. It's the best way I can replicate this line. Yeah. I will even make a road in the wilderness. What does that? I like the even bit. Even is, is um, it's as if to say, I'm going to do great things. But on top of that, I'll even go ahead and make a road in the wilderness. Like, I feel like this line is, um, is a top up. It's an, the icing on the cake. The cake being, I'm going to do something new. Yeah? 
and the beauty of it is it is not going to be in stages like oh i'll start in january and finish on friday or in the last week of december no it shall spring forth it will happen suddenly yeah and then it's like shall you not know it in other words i am going to surprise you and i will so see all of this this scripture is promise right uh, on on this podcast we like to use the space acronym like when we read scripture we look out for the scene for the promise for what does a stand for <laughs> i wish i had an audience uh, action and c is command then e is a, is an um, example right so the entire isaiah 43 verse 19 is a beautiful promise from god to us and he's saying i live and make a road in the wilderness like i'm about to do the impossible now this brings me to my question what is the impossible like what is the wilderness what is your wilderness what <laughs> what is the wilderness in your marriage in your relationship because god is saying i live and make a road in the wilderness what is the wilderness in your marriage what seems so difficult like what is what is not common <laughs> that god is about to do yeah what is it about the other party for example so since we're doing women i think i'll focus on women yeah what is it about your husband yeah that you need to that needs to change in fact before he um he does something new i think we need to look at the old right what what are the old habits like what what are those what is it about your marriage that you need to change what is it that you have been praying about for a very long time is he an alcoholic or i'm just giving examples yeah is he stingy i mean is he abusive in any way is he lazy for example refuses to work yeah is he got some sort of addiction like pornography perhaps and these are things that happen in marriages that we don't talk about openly but they happen right is he adulterous is he quarrelsome like what is it what is the situation in your marriage that marriage that makes you feel like oh my god one day at a time sweet jesus when shall you call us home since you said we shall not separate <laughs> you know scripture says what god has put together no man can put asunder yeah but then scripture also says in heaven we shall go on an individual basis like no no going to heaven as husband and wife so what situation is it in your marriage that makes you feel like you know what sweet jesus you can call me home what is it that your partner does that makes you think when i get home when i get home my troubles will be over is it my sorrows will be over when i get home yeah what what is that thing because and you know there's the big ones like i have mentioned and sometimes there's the small little things that frustrate us you know as 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 women i want to talk to the women today praise king jesus but like i said this applies to men as well praise king jesus so what is it as we speak i need you to make a list here Uh, I'm assuming you are all by yourself so there's nobody reading your list so feel free to go all out because this is between you and God. He wants to do something new and, and and the Bible says if you confess your sins he is faithful and just to forgive you so we can change a few words there and say if we confess our stress then he's faithful and just to remove the stress praise King Jesus. 
Okay, and then what are the small things? Like, does he pick his nose, for example? Those tiny, tiny little things that are not so criminal but piss you off. Reason being that um, you, you grew up in a um, different um, environment, like background, a different culture, cultural difference, yeah? For example, in, um, in England, it's almost unspeakable for one to pick their nose, eh? But then in other cultures, it's it's standard. Like people just pick their nose, like they're scratching their head or you know, rubbing <laughs> their cheeks, you know. And then the other example, what can I think of? Of small things that we do that could piss off the other party, or small things that other people do that could piss us off. Um, yeah, toothpaste. I once heard of a lady that wanted to leave her husband because every time he used the toothpaste, he would press the tube from the middle part. And that seemed so um, shabby to the lady. That And she was thinking, why doesn't he press it from the bottom? And that really, like it really used to agitate her. Yeah, yeah, things such as those. Or does he leave the toilet seat um, up? when it should be down, you know, that that business, <laughs> the difference between men and women, yeah? Does he never say thank you? Like when you do something for him, he never says thank you. There's those tiny, tiny, tiny things that maybe your partner does and you feel like, oh, what's going on here? So I want us to be very honest with ourselves and, and um, we make a mental note of those. I know that by now, as you listen, you have your little list <laughs> something interesting happened to me today i think i'll share i'll share something from my ends just to, to throw some light in there um i was uh, driving from a meeting a church this afternoon and um first off when the meeting ended my husband called me to ask me uh, what time will you get home because the meeting went on and on for an extra two hours i was supposed to be home by one and and, and it's i think um i was supposed to be home by 12 and i think it was 1 30 and he needed to know where i was and i said to him oh we just got finished here and uh, i'm setting off and then at about maybe an hour later he called me and asked me, um, how far are you? And I said to him, dude, I'm like sloping down the hill, like I'm what, about five minutes away. And um, and I felt so, it, it agitated me because I went to that place where I thought to myself, oh, didn't I tell you I'm coming home? You know, can't you just be patient? Because um, the first reaction that, popped up in my heart was um why is he being so impatient <laughs> when i got home it turns out um he um he needed my car to go to church because his car was taken by the kids to church you know he wasn't feeling too well he let the kids take the car to church and all of a sudden he felt like you know what i feel like going to church so he didn't say much when he phoned me, but it turns out the reason he phoned me was he could know how far away I was so he could take the car. Now, I, Michelle, on the other side of the line, I started to assume, like, why is he so impatient? But you see, this was his trait when we first met. 
like he would follow up a lot of times and it could have come out of him caring about me but i have been having been single for a lot of years i didn't find it normal i was coming from a point of look i'll be there i can take care of myself because i've been taking care of myself for the longest and and we we almost had um a bit of friction there like when i tell you i'll be there it means i'll be there and bless him on his side it was a case of i just need to know because that's what husbands do praise king jesus so today i um i got very very embarrassed and um he didn't know he didn't know anything about it because when i got home he's like okay thank you where's the car key i'm off to church and i'll, I'll see you in 2 hours hi <laughs> i sat there feeling so um so stupid to be very honest with you and and i had a repentance prayer there i said to god um forgive me for being impatient with him for assuming and and then i thanked the holy spirit for not letting me have so many words over the phone because i would have really really like it would have been such a huge blunder yeah it could have led to an unnecessary argument now i just gave you an example of a small thing in my relationship with my husband he's the caring type i'm the independent type and in this case he wasn't even being caring per se he needed the car and i was there feeling like oh why is he looking for me like feeling also needed and important and turns around <laughs> it turns around <laughs> you know it turned out to be a totally different case so i want us why have i given this example i want us to to visit these small little habits yeah that um almost make our relationships seem so impossible yet they are nothing yeah well sometimes they are something we talked about the big the big things like you know big habits so some of them are habits even like from birth the capacity's very quarrelsome for whatever reasons from a young age yeah and even their relatives know about it you know even the guys at church know about it like even his friends know about that habit he could be a womanizer and and the whole clan knows about it you know those those funny the, those traits that um stand out about your partner that you you feel like when you're upset with him it's justifiable to the extent that you don't even want to forgive because it's entirely his fault you know those ones yeah yeah to the extent where uh, when you chose to get married to him for example everybody thought to themselves oh my god she just walked into a landmine zone like what did she just do to herself i hope i have painted a, a good picture and and what why am i make why why are we talking about these traits guys you need to revise your heart because the god that we serve and indeed if you're praying about it he can change a person suddenly and then you will die in your own movie <laughs> madam superstar like michelle did this afternoon praise king jesus god will step in he will do a new thing behold i am doing something new huh will you not know it <laughs> i am going to create a void 
in the wilderness yeah like i am doing something new god can change it you know there can be the two of you in a relationship you and your husband for example and you can list make a whole list of who he is or his nature and character that you don't like and it's justifiable like i've said even the relatives know about it and for that reason you're living in unforgiveness but again as a born again as a christian you're praying about it and then what's going to happen god will answer your prayer how will he do it he's going to do it suddenly like it shall spring forth you will not see it coming so today he's an alcoholic he comes home at 2 a.m. and then god answers your prayer tonight and then tomorrow he stops drinking starts coming in at 6 yeah and then a week from now he gets a problem with the car puncture whatever and it happens to be late and then you start phoning him and you say all sorts of nasty words because in your mind you, you you're relating with the former him the alcoholic the, the one that goes to the bar until 1am and then it turns out he actually had a problem with the car or he could have had a minor accident but you make a fool out of I'm so sorry I'll use these words as they are yeah you embarrass yourself you make a fool out of yourself because you're relating to the old person god did something new without warning you and then you take i don't know a long time to gather yourself back to normal because the devil is good at condemning the accuser of the brethren satan he's busy condemning he's saying oh, how could you i mean look at what you just said i thought you're born again what sort of person are you it can take quite a while for you to drag yourself out of that ditch that is why i'm having a chat with you i want us to have a mentality of any time now any time now god is changing my husband any time now god is changing my wife any time now like very 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 soon jesus is changing my my boss jesus is changing my friend jesus is changing my employees yeah and need us to walk in a in a in a manner of preparation because he said look i am doing something new it shall spring forth what is to spring forth like you go to bed and there's no uh, there's nothing going on and in the morning there's a new plant a bean that germinated overnight a new being and and because jesus does his work suddenly like he, i mean he's jesus i mean god can do anything overnight he's the creator of the heavens and the earth proverbs 21 verse 1 says that the hearts of of kings are in the hearts of men and he like rivers of water he makes them flow in whatever direction he wishes yeah and and overnight god switches off that trait that was in your husband and overnight he's perfect now you how do you acclimatize without making yourself look not smart in this situation that's why i want us ladies to get with the program i want us to work at the speed of god because he can work so suddenly i have seen him work so suddenly in my life that example i've given you is nothing but i know you have more examples out there you can think of a thing or two okay let's run to the bible for clarity let us try the book of john um John I think it's John chapter 9 I believe it is John chapter 9 of the blind guy 
the blind guy that Jesus healed. And then there was a wrangle. Oh, aha. Uh-huh. A man born blind receives sight. John chapter 9. Yeah. So I want us to use a biblical example of how Jesus can do things so suddenly. Okay. Um, the first verse reads, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. Praise King Jesus. This man was blind from birth. What trait has your husband got from birth? <laughs> okay, even if it's just from 10 years ago, like it has been there for time. Like everybody knows about it and you, he was, he managed to hide it from you the entire time you were dating until you became husband and wife and bam, it happened to you, right? That one, that annoying thing. So here's a situation. This guy was born blind. Yeah. And then in verse six, we read um, that when he, um, Jesus spat on the ground and made clay with his saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay what happens next jesus says to the man go wash in the pool of siloam which translates sent so he went and washed and came back saying praise king jesus so <laughs> this is this is the avenue that jesus used at the time yeah put clay on his eyes, said to him, go and wash your eyes in that pool. And then he came back saying, it did not take a month. It did not take two months. It did not take a whole year. Why am I talking about timelines? There's something about your husband that you have experienced for a good three or four years and it pisses you off so bad. And and, and because it's built up this bad energy within you, you almost need an equivalent um, um, amount of months to remove it from your system or even more because it's you know it's built up it's become a stone in your heart and the thing is jesus is going to visit your husband and turn things around overnight and then you you'll be left in the gutters like how will you manage to come out of there when this man has become perfect oh and here's another one you went around telling everybody about these bad traits and then when they come to witness for themselves, they find him perfect. And then how do you look? Praise King Jesus. I think I need us to be more mindful of these things that we don't like about our partners. Praise King Jesus. Because they can change suddenly. And besides, it's never about the, the other party. That's the other thing that I've come to realize as I, as I read the scriptures. Because... Um, when we come to Jesus with an issue about another person, Jesus is thinking, forget that person. I want you to be like me. I need you to be accommodative. I need you to be patient. I need you to be kind. Okay? Love is kind. Love is patient. Love is long-suffering and all of those traits. Praise King Jesus. I need you to love this person the way they are, just like I love you the way you are, because you are not perfect either, Madam Accuser. Praise King Jesus. So, maybe instead of focusing on those you can focus on yourself like what don't you like he snores a lot oh okay let's leave that one out because it can it can be quite unbearable in the night what don't you like about him he drinks too much and um god is thinking okay 
but I need you to perfect yourself. Maybe you're the reason he drinks a lot. Or maybe not, like he was born that way. But I want you to love him the way he is. I want you to be like me. And how was Jesus? He was so loving and accommodative, like he he um, he spoke to the Samaritan woman who nobody in the village wanted to speak to at Jacob's well. Praise King Jesus. And then he, he was close to the lepers, who everybody thought they should not come near because back in the day, being a leper was close to what you'd call having COVID-19 right now. Like, no, 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 I must never come next to such a person. So maybe God wants to polish that side of you, but we're paying too much attention to the other party that we don't look at ourselves and, and how we can be like Christ. Yeah? Praise King Jesus. So anyway... Verse 8 of John chapter 9, we're talking about, we're still on the issue of um, a man born blind and he receives sight, yeah? Verse 8 says, Therefore the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is is not this he who sat and begged? Praise King Jesus. So there's something about your partner that even the neighbors know about, Yeah? And, and and when they look at him like he used to stagger all the way home and park the car by the road and black out or fall asleep at the bottom of the stairs and can't even walk to the second floor where you live and all the neighbors know about it. And then only 24 hours later, he walks home at 5 p.m. clean and crisp, not making noise or dribbling or any kind of thing. Praise King Jesus. And then even the neighbors can't believe it. And then when they ask him in verse 11, he says, A man called Jesus made clay. Hmm? And he said to me, go wash yourself in um, the pool of Siloam. So I went and washed and I received sight. Jesus came in and changed things suddenly. Yeah? (laughs) So how how are we going to deal? (laughs) A man called Jesus. Oh, by the way, we didn't read the last line of Isaiah 43. The last line of Isaiah 43, verse 19. He says, he said, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I want to look at the rivers in the desert. God promises he's going to, 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 to make rivers in the desert. What are rivers? Living waters. What is living waters? Jesus. So, Jesus comes in and heals this blind man man suddenly. This is a proper incident of rivers in the desert. Like the impossible, a river in a desert. And that is what he's going to do in this situation that seems impossible. So have you, how prepared are you for this? Look at the Pharisees. Now us, for example, who have these issues about our partners, I think we we, we can qualify in this incident I can say maybe we are the Pharisees. Because in verse 13, where is verse 13? Um, The Pharisees will not believe. Mm -hmm. Verse 13, they brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Verse 14, now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Verse 15, then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had um, received his sight. (laughs) So 
you uh, madam wife will be asking yourself how 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 is it how is it that he doesn't behave this way anymore yeah it was uh, there's another verse here verse 18 but the jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and and received his sight until they called the parents of him who had received his sight now god is going to do something suddenly in your marriage that even the parents like your husband's parents <laughs> will be called to ask how did this change and i like the parents um response like they ask the parents is this your son who you say was born blind how then does he see in verse 20 the parents answered them and said we know that this is our son and and that he was born blind but by what means he now sees we do not know or who opened his eyes we do not know he is of age ask him praise king jesus the sudden changes that the good lord is going to do in our husband's lives partner's lives workmates lives that are unheard of yeah that the world will not believe yeah that even the parents can't explain even the neighbors can't explain even the siblings can't explain have you had a situation in your relationship where even your partner's re- relatives uh, they know about it like they even wonder how you handle yeah in verse 32 Uh, of um John chapter 9 it reads um since the world began it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of one who was born blind now that's the kind of thing that god does the unheard of yeah because in in the world um people believe that if one is alcoholic sorry that seems to be the example that comes to mind they need to go to the aa alcoholics and anonymous or whatever strategy it is and it takes a process like it takes it's a long long process it takes like some months for the person to change and sometimes they fall off the wagon and get back into drinking but when jesus steps in when he creates a rod in the wilderness when he makes rivers of water in the desert it is sudden now it's a case of madam um complainant that's what I'll call us do you believe like are you in a position like if you woke up tomorrow and this person has totally changed how ready are you to jump on board like i need you to believe if you have been praying about it believe that the rivers of water can flow in a desert believe that your partner can change overnight because jesus can do it unless you're telling me that you've been praying over and over again and you kind of think that your god has got no ears yet that's not what he says in philippians chapter 4 let me run there quickly philippians chapter 4 verse 6 he says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known be known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and minds through christ jesus so i like this scripture so your partner has got weird behavior yeah 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 you're not the first one pray about it and when you pray about it 
believe that God will fix it. That's, that's what he said here. Bring to me all of your requests. And after that, believe that I'll sort them out. I need you to receive peace. Guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Like be so ready for change because Jesus can do it. Yeah, because he will come. He will do it. And when he comes, you will be left alone in the ditch if you're not ready for him to do what you've been asking him to do. So if indeed we come to God to pray about changing the person that he's given us as a husband or a workmate or um, an employee if, or a boss, if you don't think that the person can change, then you don't believe. And, and unbelief is a sin. Yeah? It takes a lot to be taken out of that spot. So my hope and prayer for you is that... Um, God changes your heart to faith mode and and you walk around expecting the unexpected, expecting the miracle to spring forth, like to spring forth suddenly, yeah, so that you are found to be in the same position as Christ, like walk with him. Yeah, because you don't want to get in a position where your partner has changed, he is now good, but you are still stuck in the past, that now you're a problem, you're always expecting the worst, you're in negative mode because of how he has been treating you for the last 10 years. And then you start to live in sin and you do not know when Jesus is coming back to take us all. It could be tomorrow, then you end up in hell. But you started off on a good note as the victim because indeed the person had weird behavior. But it's best for us to walk around knowing that God can change a situation like he did for this blind man. Praise King Jesus. You don't want to become the problem after the supposed TB problem has fixed themselves up. Praise King Jesus. <sighs> I don't know how else to put this across, but um, I just need all of us to be prepared. Um, and, and the point I really wanted to put across this evening is um, that um, it's never the other person that needs to change. Yes, they do need to change, but um, salvation is a personal journey. You, Everybody will go to heaven individually. You can't go with your husband holding hands to the throne of grace uh, on judgment day and then you'll be pointing fingers. That business stopped in the Garden of Eden when they asked um, Adam, why did you eat from the tree? And it's like, oh, it's the wife that you gave me. No, 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 no. This time around, it's going to be us, individual, one at a time. And you won't even know when, you walk to Jesus, you won't even know where your husband is. You won't even know if he made it to heaven or not. And even if he did, he could be like the 100th person in the queue and, and, and it's just you now and you can't even point out that, look, it is him that made me sin. Just prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. It is you. Emotional intelligence, that's what it's called, to be able to control your emotions as a person so that you're not affected by the other, the other party. Yeah? You have got no control over other people's um, behavior towards you, but you can control your reaction towards them. And oh, by the way, you can. You can manage their emotions. You can. You can. It's possible for you to manage another person's emotions, but you can't do that if you are not in control of your own emotions. Praise King Jesus. Emotional intelligence has got two parts. Your personal one, yeah, your, your emotions, managing your emotions, yeah, 
when you perfect yourself at that then you can handle the other person's emotions but in this case i need us to focus on our emotions like with everything that's going on around me i need to align myself to the word of god what does god say about this if he says he's going to do it suddenly he's doing something new and well by the way this scripture um isaiah 43 if you go um if you look at this the 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 verse before that it says uh, verse 18 reads do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old yeah so it takes you forgetting the things of old in order in order to behold the new thing that god is doing the one that will spring forth yeah the one where he will create a road in the wilderness so my prayer for every lady out there married or looking to get married or relating with human beings because this is general i pray that god gives you a heart to forgive and forget those that act weirdly towards us because the thing is god is in the business of doing new things and when he does something new don't be left in the gutters yeah <sighs> that's what i wanted to share today um and I think I believe I'll be back with something for the ladies again since it's women's month and um I I know the Holy Spirit will lead me and um I can share something juicy with you but for now uh, we need to pray uh if you haven't given your life to Christ because um the story I just gave you of the blind man that Jesus helped this thing worked This um this whole Jesus thing works best if you believe in him and you accept him as your lord and savior then you give him um a way you can give him a path to walk in your wilderness to come in and nourish you praise king Jesus to come into your wilderness and give you wings praise the lord okay so um if you're not born again please put your hand on your heart repeat after me Lord Jesus, I thank you so much that I'm a woman. I thank you so much for the plan that you have for me. I thank you so much that I am a man. This is for both the males and the females. Um today I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart and I say it out loud with my lips that you died for me and you rose again and went to heaven and that you shall come back to get me remove my names from the book of death and write my names in the book of life so that when you come back to take your beloved that I shall be among them in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen thank you so much for giving your life to Christ okay now let's have a prayer for everybody father i thank you so much for everyone that's listened to this podcast I thank you so much for the gift of being a wife, being a mom, being a boss, being an employee. I thank you so much for everyone in in their capacity. And and I pray today, Father, that you give us a, a tolerant heart. I think I I pray that you give us um a compassionate heart. I think I I ask that you um 
give us the grace to put up with the people around us and the, the whatever traits that they exhibit which are clearly as uh, from the, the the other side the dark kingdom i pray that you give us the grace to disregard these traits because we know i have learned today we have learned today that when you come in you outside in the air and you can change these people and um, we don't want them to change whilst our skies are uh being tainted or are being um are, are left in the pit of sin i pray father that you help us to walk on the same pace as you i pray that every day we purpose to forgive and and to live peacefully with those that do wrong to us give us the grace to keep on doing good may we not grow weary of doing good so that when you come in the good in you can walk with the good in us and then when the other party becomes good as well it becomes one party of goodness and your goodness shall be seen in every family your goodness shall be seen in every workplace your goodness shall be seen in the community in the country and in the world as uh, on a whole i i pray father i pray that you help all of us to get rid of our nature and character and take on the nature and character of god to take on a nature of patience of love of obedience of submission of compassion and every and all the fruits of the holy spirit and everything that is of god may it be seen in our lives and in our families in everything that we say and do in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen thank you everybody for listening in <laughs> i'm so sorry i sound so sleepy but um this is something that i had to share um enjoy the rest of the weekend and catch you very very soon in a few days bye bye